0: You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with your host, Kristen Brown. This is episode number 55, all about intuition. I love this topic. Intuition is one of my favorite things to talk about. I think that's because its I've been in touch with my intuition my entire life, and it really has helped me. I mean, it truly has saved me some from some very strange situations, and it has guided me through some situations where I really needed help and needed to see the truth of the matter. And it's pre-warned me of certain things in my life. I'll get into some of those stories with you guys in a little bit, but the first thing I want to talk about is what is intuition? Intuition is not women's intuition. That's the very first thing and most important thing I want to say. It is human intuition. Intuition. Women do not have the monopoly on communicating and receiving messages from our source. All of us here on the planet, male and female, are pieces of source. We are all part of one collective consciousness and energy. So not one gender gets to communicate with source. We all do. If you think about it and you watch detective shows that are a lot of times male-based, especially back in the day, real ones, I'm talking about the real shows, the real life magazine type shows that are telling the real stories, you will hear the men say, you know, my gut instinct. My gut told me this, or I just knew it was that guy. Whatever it is, they had an instinct. That's what intuition is. However, I think women were just have historically been in touch with their emotions better, which has really helped them to interpret their intuition. But all that's changing as the world's evolving. And I got to be honest with you, I know some incredibly intuitive men, and I love it. I I just love it so much when I hear a man say, yeah, I just had a feeling about that. And then it's up being correct. It's like, go you, because it's not women's intuition. It's human intuition. That's the first thing. Then I want to go into the definitions of intuition because I, you know me, you guys, I really like to explain definitions to people because people are all over the place. You know, we get... We hear words in certain context, and then we call that the definition, and then when we are in conversation with people, well, we're calling one thing and defining it this way. Somebody else is, is saying the same word, but defining it in a different way, which can cause confusion. So I always like to just clear the air by making sure we're all on the same page with definitions. So the first definition I came across via Mr. Google was, An intuition is the ability to understand something without the need for conscious reasoning. The second one I came across is a thing that one knows or considers likely from an instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. Then I found keen, quick insight and i also found gaining insight or direct knowledge without evident or rational thought and inference inference is a conclusion raised or reached on the basis of evidence and reasoning now in 3 out of 4 of those definitions the word reasoning was used there's no reasoning which means there is no logical explanation about where the knowledge came from. It's about knowing the truth about something and not having concrete data to back it up. Now, my definition, I call it intuition point blank universe, source, God communicating with us. That's it. We are communicating with the universe. We are receiving messages. So what I've learned is that there's four ways that we receive messages. The first way is clairvoyance, which is the most popular, and most of you have probably heard of this. Clairvoyance is clear, clair meaning clear, voyance meaning seeing. And that is that we receive messages visually through symbols, pictures, sometimes written words, or we just have a scene or a photograph or a face or something appear in our mind. That would be clairvoyance. The second way is clairaudient. And clairaudient is clear hearing. That is receiving messages auditorily through the external environment, such as sound, people's words, songs, or we can hear it internally. We will hear those same things, but it won't be from the outside world. We will hear it inside of our minds. The next Claire is Claire Sentient, which is clear feeling. And I believe this is what people often like to call empaths. I like to call it energy reading, and it may also be called a highly sensitive person because we feel a lot. Clairsentience are feelers. They're very sensitive to outside stimulus even if it's subtle. We feel it and we can interpret it in certain ways. The fourth one is claircognizant which is clear knowing. Now this is one of the hardest clairs to trust or to talk about because You just know, you know, you know, that you know. You can't prove it through something that you saw, you heard, or you felt. It's just out of the blue. And often, claircognizance come up upon a bunch of resistance in the outside world because they can't prove it. And people like to call them know-it-alls. You know, she just knows it all. Well, that's because you do know you do know. There's something inside of you that there's a message coming to you that is telling you the truth and you do know. But it's hard to prove and oftentimes human beings want facts. So I'd like to give you a couple examples of my personal intuitive moments. Now there's been a ton and these are just some that were pretty big and profound that I wanted to share with you guys So back in, I don't know, I was probably around 11, 10, 11 years old, and my mother had a male friend, and she would like us to do things with him, and I just remember feeling not right about this guy. Now, I'm using simple words like that because I was 10 or 11 years old, and I didn't have words like, he gives me the creeps. All I could say to my mother is, I don't like him. I don't want to go. I don't like him. Years later, she listened to me and, and didn't force me to go. But years later, she found out that he w- he went to prison for pedophilia. Now, th- there's nothing this guy did. He externally did not do anything to me. I was not his victim in that sense, but I felt it. So that was what would be Sentient. I could feel it. It was like my body was you know uh, reacting around him and I couldn't explain it. So that's a good example of what clairsentient means. Then I want to tell you a story back in like ooh I think it was late 2014 early 2015. My father was a cancer patient at that time and he had contracted C diff. For you, those of you who don't know what that is, it's a it's a bacteria That's that can kill you. It's a really, really bad bacteria, and something that if you go visit somebody in the hospital, they want you to wear protective gear. (laughs) It's pretty gnarly. Anyway, one time my my now husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, we're driving to the hospital to visit him, and I'm telling you this had to been three foot tall owl. I live in the desert. I live in Arizona. Landed right smack in the middle of the road. Now this is the neighborhood, and I mean it. It was tall. It was big, and we came across it. we literally had to almost stop before that owl left and when it left it opened up what had to been oh my gosh it looked like a you know a six foot wingspan it's like and this thing took off and I remember looking at my boyfriend at the time my husband now and going yeah that's a message and he just kind of looked at me. He's kind of a quiet guy, so he doesn't say a lot. And I really took that to the bank because I know enough to know that that is a message. So then I set course to figure out what that message means. Well, you know, the age-old interpretation of owls nearby means impending death. Someone's going to die. But I didn't want to believe that. I chose to see it as wise, what the wise old owl, oh, this is just about wisdom and acquiring wisdom. Well, a couple of days later, after coming home from the hospital visiting my dad, there was this massive white feather stuck to the door handle of at the time we were living with my mother and my stepfather. And I I, t- I actually took a picture, it's on my Facebook page. If I could figure out a way to show you guys via via audio, I certainly would. And I, I I was like, oh, okay, what is this? Now, we live in the desert again, so there's little tiny birds around, and they're all kind of gray and brown. You know, they blend in. We don't have, like they do back east, a whole lot of cardinals and blue jays and things like that. They have been seen. You know, I think some took took the wrong exit and ended up in Arizona, <laughs> but that's not the birds we have. But now, actually, when I was writing up notes to this episode, I was thinking, oh my god, that must have been an owl feather. Because the owls are a lot of owls are white and kind of light brown. I was like, oh, I bet you that's what it was was an owl feather. So for gosh sakes, you guys, now I get an owl feather stuck to the door handle of my mother's house. And through fear, I chose. I knew it, it was a message, but I chose to interpret that as angels are nearby because a lot of times that's what feathers means that angels are nearby. So, Dad gets out of the hospital. I know that's not the way you thought this story was going. Dad gets out of the hospital, and my mother goes in, and my stepfather goes in. My stepfather had, oh, I forgot what it's called. Oh, I don't want to try to think about it. I can't, it will take too long for for me to recall it. But my my stepfather had some virus, and my mother was having some symptoms of something else. I don't remember exactly at this time. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Well... All three of my parents are sick. Even though dad's out of the hospital, he's still recovering. He's still a cancer patient. He's still skinny as can be and not really wanting to eat. And then my mom and my stepdad both get out of the hospital. Okay. And this is all within weeks, you guys. I really don't know the time frame, but it was super close together. It was, yeah, no, it was all in January of 2015, now that I'm thinking about it. And then... I hear this song, I wake up one morning, what I call my lucid awareness, which is I'm conscious but I'm still in my la-la-land kind of state, and I hear a melody in this of a song and it only has one line. And the line is, it's my time to leave you, and I've never heard this song or this melody before but it stuck in my head. And I, my boyfriend was spending the night and I rolled over to him, who's now my husband, And I literally said, point blank, straight in the face, I said, one of my parents is gonna die. And again, (laughs) this poor guy, he just looks at me like, what? And I tell him why, and I also said, and don't talk, try to talk me out of this. I said, this is an intuition, this is a message that I'm getting, and you cannot talk me out of this. I'm just telling you that this is a thing. And it was like, a couple days later, literally, another couple days later, My mom was over at my dad's house taking care of him because he was so sick. My stepdad was, and plus my stepdad was sick at home. So he's recovering and she doesn't want to be there because she has cancer too and didn't want to catch what he has. So she's taking care of my dad and she checks herself into the hospital and dies two days later. I know, crazy story. So here's what I'm talking about. I know that sounds like what the actual heck, and I'm not sure that I want that kind of message. But I want to tell you guys something. It prepared me. It prepared me for what was to come because I am, I am very close to my parents. I've lived within 10 miles of them my entire life. They raised my kids with me. We're very, very, very close. And not only that, four months later, my dad passed. And a year later, my stepfather passed. So I was being prepared. Now, I don't want you to think, to get scared, and to think that you're going to get all these crazy, gnarly messages. I want you to understand that God has a pulse on us like nobody's business. Superpower of the universe, guys. Something that our human brain cannot even fathom. You're not going to get a message that you can't handle. I believe that God knew that this child of his needed that message, needed to be prepared, and needed to know that it was their time, that this was their destiny, so that I didn't feel such a victim. Now, I got to be honest, even though I miss them terribly and whatever, I do believe that there is a time that we need to die and death is a part of life. So I was able to accept that, but I believe, I really truly believe those messages helped me prepare for literally what had been my greatest fear my whole entire life. So I want you to know that there's other messages that we're going to get. It doesn't have to be these crazy heavy messages. I just wanted to give you guys some really boom, packed Scenarios. I wanted to give you some really powerful scenarios to see that sometimes our intuition is there and we might be ignoring it. But our intuition is not always about big, scary situations. It can be and it may not be. I have other situations too. But it can be things like just normal messages like you really need to go talk to blank about a new job or go to blank store to get those specific shoes or go look blank for your keys. Our intuition can just help us all through life. Now, a lot of people are gonna ask me, how do I know it's my intuition? And that is one of the best questions we can possibly ever ask because we have this little thing called the ego, and the ego is blabbing at us all day long, and the ego's our fearful disclaimer. So how do we know that it's our intuition, our God-self talking, or if it's our ego? And I'm going to tell you, the only way is to get well-practiced with how it feels and how it sounds. Ego is a shout. Intuition slash God is a whisper. The voice we hear, if we hear a voice, is going to be our own But fear-slash-ego is hysterical and afraid, whereas God-slash-source is straight-to-the-point and non-emotional. There's Intuition does not rant at you. God speaks clearly, calmly, and powerfully. But we can't hear our messages if our mind is chattering away if we are full of fear, if we are obsessing on a certain situation. So it's imperative that we clear our mind and provide a landing strip for our messages to arrive. So through presence, through mindfulness, and through meditation, we can provide spaces in our chattering brain for our intuition to come in. And you will know it's intuition by the way it feels. Now, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're pretty versed on your intuition because I love to read about intuition even though I'm really good at interpreting mine. It's still, it still, it refreshes me. It invigorates me. It reminds me, oh yeah, I got this thing going on. So I'm gonna ask you that if you just take a second and go back through your experiences and really think about those times that you had a hit, an intuitive hit and you didn't listen to it, and it later proved to be true. Remember the feeling of when it arrived. Recall how you felt or how it arrived, and then recall how you disclaimed it for whatever reason. Maybe you didn't have the reasoning, the rational reasoning, like we talked about in the beginning, so you're like, yeah, now that's not it. In order to trust our intuition, we have to practice it. Most of us cannot receive Our message is if we are super emotional or afraid or trying to control in life, but that doesn't mean God's not communicating with you. God's communicating with us all the time. It just means we have not provided the place for the message to be, I say, heard in a broad sense of the way or interpreted. There has been times that I have been just in that crazy mind chatter because of whatever was going on in my life, listening to my ego, being afraid, trying to control a certain situation, having anxiety, whatever the situation would be, and that message came in. They can come in even if we are, how am I going to say this, in that sort of hyper state or that panic state or that fearful state if we are used to what they sound like because they will eke into the cracks of our quiet. Now, since I'm pretty good at interpreting it, even if I just have 30 seconds of quiet, I'll hear that message and I'll be like, oh, then it's about becoming really conscious of the message you just heard and then processing that for a minute and seeing what that feels like and if it really was a message or not. So I don't want you to think, That at any point ever you are exempt from receiving messages from your higher power, your source. You're not. So, what does trusting our intuition have to do with reclaiming our personal power? Here's what learning to co create with God is taking full responsibility for our lives. Thinking we have to do it alone from the same level of human thought and knowledge over and over again is to limit and actually self-sabotage. When we believe we have to do it alone, we are limiting and sabotaging our life. Now, we are all connected to the greatest superpower of the entire universe that holds galaxies together. We have guidance, but we cannot act on our messages if we are unwilling to receive them. For me, trusting my intuition actually makes my life easier and cleaner and less drama. My goodness, consider making a decision with the knowledge that something just internally feels right. Now, if it's right, it feels it and you can tell and you act on that, it's going to fall into place just like a puzzle piece. Because it's right, and there will be no drama. Now, if we make a decision because we really, really, really want something, even though we're getting the message that it's not really the right thing, and then we still choose that thing that is does not feel like the right thing, that's like trying to stick a square peg in a round hole. It's not, quote, right. It's not capital R, right. So there's drama involved. There's struggling involved. There's pain involved because we didn't listen to our higher guidance. So we reclaim our personal power, we make amazing and powerful decisions for ourselves and our loved ones when we are listening and open to receiving our intuitive messages from our source. I love to hear about other people's intuitive hits, so if you would be willing, leave me a comment Pop it into the comment box on whatever program you're listening to this from, or if you found the link via Facebook. And if you got it via my newsletter, you can hit reply and send me a little note. I love to hear about how people's intuition served them. And don't forget to like, comment, and share this episode or this entire podcast. And jump over to my website and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I don't blow up your inboxes, but you get notification when new content is out. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate and love you guys so much, and I will see you next week.